welcome to the Pottervision podcast. The podcast where every two weeks, myself, Lucas Kirkby, and a gentleman with cotton balls on his head, Tom Lawrenson, we read a chapter of the Harry Potter books and we talk about them. Uh, but today mm-hmm. it's a Halloween special because it's close to Halloween. And for those of you who are only listening in audio, we've dressed up, haven't we, Tom? We've dressed up. Um, I was about to say, I was thinking, I couldn't, I didn't think that your hairline could get any better. And there it is, creeping down your forehead. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I'm a vampire and I've got a cloak and I've got a hat. And uh, Martina did my makeup and she's drawn me a widow's peak. That's lovely. And I am a spooky grandfather, Grandpa Joe. <laughs> Where's your hat gone? You look better with the hat on. Well, does it make sense? It's a bit, it's a bit heavy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a witch finder's hat. You look like a witch finder general. It's the same hat you've got. Is it? Oh yeah, maybe. But that look, mine's got blood on it. Oh, I don't know how it got there. Um, I was sucking on someone's neck. I don't know how the blood has landed in the centre of my hat and trickled down like a, a cake. <laughs> but that's happened. Yeah. Uh, but uh, hasn't Martina done a good job with my makeup? Yes, you look positively dead. <laughs> yeah, I'm all gaunt. I've got blood dripping down from uh, my lips. And uh, I've got bags under my eyes, but that's just, uh, that's as usual. That's not part of it. (laughs) (laughs) And and yeah, we're doing this live. (laughs) We thought more people would turn up. We've got two people here watching us, which is less of an audience and uh, more of a strange guests who are sat (laughs) while we do a podcast. Yeah, well, no, we've got uh, two yeah, guests. And it. if e- either of them guests leave, we'll be very insulted because there's only two of them. <laughs> and also, you've got to think about the other guest because then they're going to be on their own in a hostage situation where they can't possibly leave. Mm. Well, they can. But, uh, but yeah, and who knows, we might get some latecomers who, uh, hey, they might have forgot about the clocks going back. Maybe they were here an hour ago. Well, if that's the case, that means they don't have a computer or a mobile phone that does it automatically. <laughs> and do we want those kind of people listening in? <laughs> yes, because we've only got two people watching. We would like anybody else to join us. But uh, mm. but we're very happy with the guests we've got, aren't we? Yeah, I like them. <laughs> it's great. So, yeah, well... I didn't actually buy this costume. I was in work uh, last week. Oh, uh-huh. I can't remember. No, I wasn't in, I can't remember what was happening. But Martina was in town and she was like, oh, I could get you your, your outfit for you. So I was like, all right, I'm not really bothered. <laughs> Whatever you want to get. And she came back and she goes, well, it turns out this was the only <laughs> one that was not for children. Uh, <laughs> she goes, I went and asked what they've got. And they said... Uh, for an adult, uh, we've just got this cape and <laughs> hat that looks like a birthday cake. She went, oh, I'll have that then. But she wasn't sure if I'd like it, and she was like, well, can I get a refund if he doesn't like it? 
He said, no, he will like it. And it's too close to Halloween to get a refund. It's like 10 days before Halloween. <laughs> I don't know what they were, uh, what their marketing strategy is, but yeah, they weren't having it. You look brilliant. Yeah, it's great, isn't it? <laughs> what are you again? I'm uh, Count. That's what I say, Vladimir. I'm <laughs> that's not right. It's Dracula. I'm Count Dracula. I'm Vladimir Putin. On... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I thought he was based on Vlad the Impaler or something. Some kind of uh, Romanian king who was thought that he might be a vampire. Yeah, Romanian king thought might be a vampire. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. But then the Irish mm. bloke that wrote Dracula thought, mm. no, I'll just call him Dracula. But don't, I don't even know if he has a first, a, uh, it's a first scare, name. It's a scary name. Dracula, Frankenstein, Mummy, Zombie, Daddy. All scary. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, the first two were specific names. The other two were types of thing, wasn't it? <laughs> Dracula, okay, Frankenstein, yeah, yeah. Uh, mummy, well, that's just a form of preservation. Are you telling me your mummy and daddy don't scare you sometimes? Yeah, they do a bit. Yeah, well, if you're referring to my specific mummy, then uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, she can be quite scary when she wants to be. <laughs> Say that, don't, don't think she ever has been scary. Uh, <laughs> hey, but I tell you what, I think what? we might finally have cracked her. She said to me the other day, she goes, oh, this podcast, once every two weeks, it's not enough for me. I think I'm going to have to join the Patreon. And what, after three years? She went, yeah, thank you. <laughs> she's not done it yet, she's only said it, so she's in the middle of thinking about it. Well, maybe she'll get the free trial, see if it's for her. <laughs> But I would love it if my mum binged the, the whole back catalogue in seven days and then cancelled the free trial <laughs> subscription. It won't. That'd be great. Yeah. But yeah, how have you been? Bad. Have you? You've still been poorly. Well, I had a bad back, didn't I? Yeah, you had a bad back. And the other day I said to myself, um, do you know what? I'm sick of being a fat bastard. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. so I go to the gym. Well, I said that to you, didn't I? But you got insulted. <laughs> Zicky, you being a fat <laughs> bastard. Um, yeah. So I went to the gym and I uh, did like arms and shoulders. I was like, that's good. And then I was like, I shouldn't yeah. do this, but I'm probably better. And I yeah. started throwing some medicine balls around. Oh, yeah. Was this in your own house? No, at the gym. I had like a medicine right. ball and I raised it above my head and I threw it to the yeah. floor and squatted after it. Yeah. Did two. I was like, not bad. The, yeah. I was like, did a third one. I was meant to do 80 of these. Hey, we got another one. Uh, <laughs> I was meant to do... Hey, but this other one is also has got the same name as somebody else. So I don't know if it's the same person on a different device. That's nice. I don't know if that could be confirmed or denied. I was meant to do 80 of these. I did three, and then I heard, yeah. I audibly heard something go in my back. Oh, no. Was it like a twang? Bong. Like that. Oh, and I felt no. it as well, in my back. 
and my eyes widened as big as an owl's, and I was like, I've just pulled something. Yeah. Um, and I'm in a busy gym, and the thing is about me, I'm never going to ask anyone's help. Yeah, yeah. So what I needed to do was get home and get in bed as quick as possible, because I needed to lie down. Yeah. <laughs> if I was alone, yeah. I would have lay on the floor. But I was yeah. like, better put this equipment back. So I put the equipment back. That took me uh, ages. Thank you, Katie. She said she loves the hats. Um, <laughs> also, we have had it confirmed. It is the same person on two devices. But the records will show that we had three people present. <laughs> but yeah. Um, right, bloody, this sounds serious. Yeah, so the 10-minute walk it normally takes me to get home took about half an hour. Yeah. And then I've been more or less immobile since. Called the doctor the other day. Funny when you call the doctor, you know, because I didn't want to call the doctor, but Lucy was like, she probably called the doctor. I was like, all right. Yeah. Yeah. Also, she said, have a shower. I might make you feel better. I was crying in the shower because I couldn't stand up. I was about to collapse. And it's been a year since I broke the last shower. Yeah, yeah. What a spooky Halloween I'm having. And so... I know, that is spooky. And there's still two days to go. My doctors have got this thing. Yeah. If you want to speak to a doctor... Yeah. Send an email. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Isn't that funny? Send an email. So I was like, in bed at 6am going, I am poorly. I have not been able to sleep throughout the night. Uh, I'm in agony. I can't walk. Um, <laughs> yeah. what, what do you recommend? About two o'clock, doctor rings me and he goes, what's wrong with you then? I go, I'm poorly, can't walk. I'm in agony. Uh, I'm in tears, blah, blah. He goes, <laughs> literally, no joke, no exaggeration. He, he says to me, what are you thinking? Do you mean what am I thinking? I'm still enjoying the, the the doctors are corresponding by email. I, I really hope he sends every email starting off with, I hope this email finds you well. It doesn't. I'm poorly. That's why I've emailed you. Exactly. <laughs> what do you, what do you reckon then? Mm, scam? Do you reckon scam? He goes... What are you thinking? <laughs> I was like, I don't know, some type of sciatic nerve damage. And he goes, yeah, that's what I was thinking. And I'm like, was it? Or are you just jumping on my bandwagon? I don't think you've been to medical school. Yeah, excuse me. You're, it's doctor at gmail.com. <laughs> I'm, I'm not buying that. But hey, I'm a doctor. All right. I was like, yeah. he, I was, he goes, uh, I'll send you some stretches to do. I was like, yeah, I can't move. So I don't know how I'm going to do that. Yeah. Um, and he goes, and also, you can have some Cocodamol. Oh, that's nice. And, uh, well, actually, first he was like, oh, maybe have a glass of water. I'm like, I think I need something stronger yeah. than that. He goes, uh, can I bake beans? I go, stronger, please. Paracetamol. I said, I can buy them myself. Yeah. It's fine. Paracetamol with Cocodamol. I was like, whatever. And I've been uh, yeah. pretty much immobile and lay on my back for three days. Bloody hell. Uh, you'll get an email in five minutes from your doctor. It will be like, uh, I've just driven past your house. I saw you sat in the window <laughs> with 
cotton balls on your head and a witch finder general's hat. <laughs> you can't be that poorly. <laughs> I am. We're stopping your benefits, sir. We're <laughs> stopping your benefits. <laughs> Pissing about in your Geppetto wig. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Bloody hell. And is it is it getting better or worse or is it the same? I don't know. It's got pain down my leg and it's in the foot and I can't sleep. I wake up like this. Oh! I wouldn't wish this on anyone. Yeah. Sounds like you need to see like a physiotherapist or something. Do you remember when you were a kid yeah. and adults would say to you, they'd call like this to you, go, oh, make the most of your body because... You know, you know, big. You won't be grateful for it. Be grateful for it now, because one day you won't be able to use it as well. And you're like, shut up, you boring bastard! You drive me mental with your boring chat. I don't. I haven't yeah. got the frame of reference you're talking about. You're boring me. Yeah. And also, sometimes I see people, you know, walking slowly, and I just think they're taking the piss. But now I can't walk. <laughs> I'm like, I don't think they're taking the piss. Yeah. Oh, I'm one of you now. Excuse me. Look at me. I'm one of you. What do you mean? Decrepit. All right. Have a nice day. <laughs> oh, yeah. Bloody hell. I feel sorry Have you for been, uh... you. Oh, well, it's only me. It's no one important, is it? Have you been out trick-or-treating tonight, then? No. Well, Halloween isn't actually until Tuesday. Um, well, I've only ever actually been trick-or-treating once. As a kid, yeah, uh, because every October half term used to be like a drama camp, like a residential thing where we'd go off and do activities. And the woman who ran it didn't believe in Halloween. Um, well, I think she believed it exists. As a, I don't as think a it's funny that I don't think anyone believes in Halloween. <laughs> no, we just go along with it, no. don't we? No, pumpkins are pumpkins, they're real, they're not. No, no. That party never happened. You were there. Don't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> but she, I, th I don't think she liked that it shat on All Saints Day and was a bit anti-religious. Um, she never said the words shat on All Saints Day, but I think that, that's the vibe I was getting from her. So anyway, so we, yeah, we never used to really do trick-or-treating. But I remember once I went round with a bin bag on my back. I think I was a vampire that day as well. I had a bin bag cape. Yeah. But yeah, I feel like that's gone, hasn't it? All those homemade outfits. Everyone's... Uh... Bin bags used to be big. They did, didn't they? Everyone used to have a bin, like, witch, bin bag, bin bag hats. <laughs> bin bag hats. Be like, yeah, bin bag, bin bag, bin bag. Frankenstein. Bin... Toilet paper. Bin Great. bag. Bin bag Frankenstein. Yeah. Yeah, your hair's falling out. Did you see that? Where did it fall from? Middle? I think so. You just shed a ball. <laughs> One of my balls fell off. Yeah. Um, we had we Halloween costumes we had laying about the house. Um, witches' hats. Yeah. Uh, bin bag. Uh, we always had witches' like fingernails, fingers. Yeah, yeah. You put them on the end of yours, and then you've got witches' fingers. Oh, that would be good. And yeah, yeah. that is, basically, my sisters would just pick them up every year, and they were the Halloween yeah. costumes. Yeah. 
Well, we didn't have that much. I think we, I remember we had witches' fingers. And then I remember my dad had this ghoul mask, which was like a mask and a black hood. And it had like big eyes and a thing. But he never used to go out in it. He used to just put it on and scare the cat. So when it was, when it was Halloween, he'd, he'd put this ghoul mask on. And then the cat would be sleeping on the bed. And he'd get up by the side of the bed and wait for the cat to wake up. And when the cat saw him, it shat herself and like ran out of the room. And uh, I don't think anybody found it very funny. <laughs> <laughs> I, had, I used to have this uh, green Frankenstein mask, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever had like a little mask like this as a little boy, but it yeah. had a little uh, slit in the mouth for like air. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I remember always just like, like the, doing that to the little plastic slit like, and it cut my yeah. tongue a bit and you taste oh, the mask you breathe through it oh that's good yeah no but I'm like the worst because we used to wear like costumes and stuff for uh, for like the drama group I was in and there was one costume that was just like a big monkey with trousers on a big monkey, yeah. But it never used to get washed, and because it gets quite hot inside a monkey, you'd get in it and you'd be like, God, the people that have been in here, and you'd know them all. You'd be like, I know every single person that's been in here. I do not want to share this space. Well, what it's was not that? been dry cleaned. Where was this costume again? It was just part of the drama club. They just had it in their costume, like, collection, supplies. Mm. And it usually came out at, like, charity events or if there was, like, a sponsored walk or something. And someone would, someone would get in it. There was also a blob. It was just called a blob. And it was oh, just, like, like, a green blob with arms and legs. I don't like the idea of a blob. But I used to do it, uh, a little routine. It was, <laughs> it was never on stage. But I used to call it the birth of blob. <laughs> and basically... <laughs> Basically, I'd pull the arms and the legs inside the blob and he'd start off dead, right? Mm. And then it would start off with one arm coming out and the blob would be... Uh, oh, no, it'd be a leg, I think. So he'd be, <laughs> he'd be immobile and suddenly a leg would come out and suddenly blob was hopping, hopping <laughs> around blob. And then, <laughs> and then next thing, the second leg comes out and Blob's got two legs. And then Blob, for some reason, can then do like a do-si-do and a twirl. And then uh, and then the, the first arm had come through and he'd like swear at people. And then finally he'd have all four arms. And I might have a video of that routine somewhere. I, I tell you what, it's like father like son, isn't it? With their Halloween rituals. Your dad's <laughs> scaring the cat and you and the Blob. Yeah. But it used to be, if we ever were like rooting through the costumes and found it, it'd be like, hey, do the blob routine. I think it only ever actually got performed two or three times, but it was enjoyed by many. Yeah, many. <laughs> and yeah. But Did you used was... to go trick-or-treating? Um, we went like once near mine. Uh, I think we just went to like neighbours' houses. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trick or treat, 
and then you know you get an orange or something. Once I went trick or treating with my friend in year seven, bit too old to be going, you know, like twelve years old. But we went anyway. The last time, yeah, I ever went, and I was a bit miserable. Uh, I remember knocking on the door of this house, and this woman, she wasn't from this country. And she yeah. started freaking out, thinking we were, it was like a we were we were like <laughs> she thought it was like a targeted attack. That me and this yeah. lad, she didn't know about Halloween, and she yeah. <laughs> she thought me and my mate had dressed up and like uh, just started terrorizing her. Like we knocked on the door, and yeah. like we were like, and she was like, "Get out of here! Leave me!" <laughs> Why is she the target? And then her husband, who was from this country, must have explained to her because then they were summoning summoning us back. Like later on, we were like, "It's fine now." If that was me, I'd never want to show my face again to these lads. If I'd opened the door and had a freak out, and then my husband was like, "No, no, no, it's a tradition here," I'd be like. Okay, for the next lot, I know how to behave, but I'm not running down the street beckoning those two back. I've made a fool of myself. <laughs> the, lad, the lad I went with was a nutcase. He did so. There's another house that said, Please don't knock baby asleep. Oh, yeah. He knocks. Yeah. Baby sleep. He's like, I said, oh, says that. He goes, I don't care. And knocks. But, like, yeah. you think they're going to be nice when they come to the door? Yeah. You think, you think they're going to like that you've ignored the sign? <laughs> hey, thank you so much for waking baby. Just <laughs> some sweets. <laughs> there was a... The same night, we went to this other house. Yeah. I must have told this yeah. story on the pod before. It's, like, one of my main stories. Yeah. Look through the window, and there's this like seventy-year-old woman asleep in an armchair. Big light on. She's fallen. No, no, lamp yeah. on. She's fallen asleep. Windows open. Lamp on in front of the telly. Like, head yeah. right into the armchair. I go. I look at yeah. her. She's asleep. Let's go. He goes. No. Open palm. Bangs on the window. <laughs> and then she looks, and he holds. And he holds up his Halloween sack like that. And then she comes to the door and she goes, oh, I, didn't, I forgot about it. I didn't get anything in. And then she gave, I think she gave him a quid in the end. I was just too, I think I'd walked off. I was too embarrassed. <laughs> a pound. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm only a little old lady. I've fallen asleep at my armchair and I, I've forgotten to get anything in. Well, a pound would do, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> All right, a pound. Ugh. It'll be two next time. Think on for next year. <laughs> I'll be back. <laughs> we'll be back. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think last year here we only had one knock on the door. <laughs> it's like two 15-year-old lads. Like, well, you've got to be in it to win it. Here you go, lads. Well done. Aren't you in a flat? I'm knocking on the door. But then our flat's like, from the street, there's already a door. And then our flat's like another one back. So I think if you were knocking on doors, you'd just go for the first one and then probably keep going. I've not had 
I, I don't think I've ever had a trick-or-treater in my entire adult life. No one's ever come to my door. Really? Maybe it's because you're staring at the window with an angry face. <laughs> they don't dare. <laughs> you're there heating it up with a, a blowtorch like in Home Alone, the knocker. <laughs> I'm, I'm just passed out in an armchair and they can see all the sweets have been eaten oh yeah <laughs> big round belly hey, look, some cheeky lad will get a quid out of you what's that <laughs> some cheeky lad will get a quid out of you <laughs> kids nowadays they probably have an eyes that's a lump there probably kids nowadays they have an eyes that's a lump there you know what's funny yeah they would I did a gig the other night right and oh, it was just so clear that I was out of touch with young people yeah because I said I needed like you know like you know when we were a kid and adults would say like oh he wants money for Pokemon and it was so vague yeah you're like you'd be like we're yeah. talking about Pokemon Pokemon what Pokemon cards yeah, yeah. video game uh, yeah sweets whatever toys I was on stage yeah. of the day and I was like, as a punchline for a joke, I was like, oh, me son, he needs his. And I paused and I went, Roblox. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think Roblox is a video game, but I also think Roblox is free. Yeah, yeah. I think so. It's like an online game, isn't it? But. <laughs> yeah. That was if that was an example. Oh, no, like sometimes I come out with things that are like a bit old fashioned, and the, like I'm thinking the kids will know what I'm going on about. And I'm like, oh, it's a bit like Beyblade, isn't it, children? Oh, Beyblade. <laughs> <laughs> That's twenty years old. <laughs> I, uh, what did I do? Also, I was like, oh, trying to get that from the podcast, try and make that into stand up, yeah. So I, so I was doing this yeah. new material gig and I went, how about this? How about saying this to someone who's lost a load of weight? And I went, you look like a fat bastard at the end of Goldmember. And then yeah. no one found it funny. I was like, oh, not say that again. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe, yeah. Well, I think the problem is that we've got into is because we've done over 100 episodes, everybody knows everything we know at this point. So we can make these inside jokes that people... <laughs> people are on board with and then you go into a room full of strangers and you go hello year sevens <laughs> what that's so funny and looking behind looking you and i think it's, it's a generational thing as well where it's like it was first form second form third form like you, you didn't have a year seven did you mm. god bloody hell's this and what's your name, Your Honour? Why are you calling me that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's bloody hard to be on the ball, isn't it? Well, I wouldn't know, I don't really try. It's hard to be on the ball. That's so funny. You kids in your Roblox. What? <laughs> it's mad, isn't it? Well, and the things I keep up to date with are just like not relevant for anybody. Like, me going into the staff room tomorrow. Hey, didn't Judd Trump do well in the snooker final last night? What? Never even heard of Judd Trump. Hey. Uh -oh. oh, sounds smelly. Oh, Judd Trump. 
Snooker final. Snooker game. Quidditch. Harry Potter. Hey, here we go. <laughs> Are you ready for a chapter 29 rundown? Yes, please. Careers advice. Now, Harry has got a careers advice uh, session with Professor McGonagall. But Professor McGonagall is not alone. She's there with Professor Umbridge. Uh, and McGonagall's saying, what do you want to do when you grow up, when you're a big lad? And he said, well, I'm a big lad. I want to be an aura. And she's like, ooh, that's a bit hard to be an aura. You've got to, you've got to have lots of good grades and you've got to improve. And he's like, well, I think I could do it. And then Umbridge is in the background going, you're not going to be an aura though, are you? <laughs> Shit! You're never going to be that because I'm basically in charge of that and I don't like you. So you're not going to be an aura, are you? It's like saying you want to be a postman and I'm the head of Royal Mail. And I hate your guts. And then McGonagall and her have a bit of an argument and uh, that's that. Anyway... Next thing is uh, Harry wants to speak to Sirius Black in the fire for no particular reason, apart from asking about his dad. But he decides to risk everything and sneak into Umbridge's office and speak to Sirius. Fred and George make a distraction by making a swamp and uh, they get caught and then uh, they decide to quit Hogwarts and then they fly off on their brooms. And that's the end of Career's Advice. What a chapter, eh? What a chapter. No more oculumency because Snape is embarrassed. Um, that's a, that's yeah. funny, isn't it? Snape that was quitting, though, not Harry. Well, I'm a bit unprofessional yeah. of Snape. Like, if you're teaching him a skill and he uses that skill yeah. that you've just taught him, that's your fault. But if I'm teaching somebody to read and then I catch them reading my diary, I'd cancel the sessions as well. I'm like, no, you're supposed to be reading the levelled books that have been prepared for you, not my personal diary. I almost, uh, I almost quit driving lessons once. I think it was like my second or third lesson. Yeah. Because. Why? We were in a yellow box, yeah, and we were turning right at a junction. Yeah. And um, when it came my turn to uh, turn right, I kept stalling. And I kept like... Yeah. Kept, I think I almost stalled like three times, just kept stalling. And my driving instructor got really yeah. I was, like, annoyed. Like, I've never driven before. Yeah. And he was like, just like getting all angry like that. And I was like, red in the face, embarrassed. I felt like getting out of the car and just yeah. walking off. But at that time, I was like, yeah. oh, I'm going to quit this, never do it again. Uh, but he was very um, unprofessional. And a bit now I'm like, I should have quit. But it only took me six months to pass. It wasn't that he was a good teacher. I was just, uh, I just really wanted to drive. But uh, yeah, maybe I should have quit. I should have quit and then gone with someone else. Yeah. Yeah, because like, that's going to happen with like driving lessons, isn't it? Mm. It's like, <laughs> like, I can't even imagine my piano teacher. Like, if I was playing a a song, like, ding, do, 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 ding, do, do, ding, 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 come on, getting pissed off. He'd be like, I'm supposed to make mistakes, aren't I? So, 
<laughs> Come on. Yeah. Well, what if your piano teacher was in a yellow box junction and there's cars coming towards him and it's January and it's raining? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Well, he's got the right, hasn't he? Because, but I'm not angry that you've missed a note. Uh, why have you got an electric keyboard out at a junction? You should not be playing that. You should have both hands on the wheel. That's what I'm annoyed about. <laughs> Look, I was four bars in before you had a go at me. I felt like it was about the uh, the bum note. Oh, people are beeping their horns. Move on. You yeah. look very good as a vampire, you know. Do I, I think it's your very dark hair. Yeah. Well, even if I take the hat off, it looks... It looks like it could be. There's a bit of a bald patch there, but if I move the hair, it's around, probably from wearing the hat. It's not. It's not bad, is it? It's quite well uh, blended in. Yeah, but like you look. Yeah, you. I think the cape as well. I think yeah. if you ever return to performing, this is your look. I think so. <laughs> not reference it at all. Still do the same material. Singing about <laughs> angles and York. <laughs> <laughs> I like the songs. I've no idea why I was dressed up as Dracula. I did, um, I did a gig in York on Tuesday or Wednesday or something, and I was like, should I just rob his material? Yeah, just do it. <laughs> like, he's not you. You can have it. He's not using it. It's in the public domain now, isn't it? I go up, it's Gardaminster. No one's. No one laughs. I'm, I'm, no one laughs. I'm like, it's not even my fucking joke. I'm not doing that again. Oh, for fuck's sake! First the Roblox stuff, and now <laughs> eh? <laughs> yeah. Well, I might just go into school like this tomorrow. Well, maybe not tomorrow. Well, on Tuesday the kids are going to be. Any excuse up. to not have a wash this bloke? <laughs> dirty. He's dirty. <laughs> But yeah, hey, um, yeah, he's cancelled these lessons. Well, has it, who's cancelled them? Snape or Harry? I assume Snape. Am I wrong? I don't know. But then, because later on when he talks to Sirius, Sirius is like, you've got to convince Severus to teach you. It's like, that's not going to go down well, is it? Right, Professor Snape, I know I was looking at your memories. Uh, and I saw you being hung up by your underwear, but you need to be the better man and continue to teach me oculumency. How about that? Okay, I will leave. Uh, sorry. <laughs> uh, I will leave. Sorry. I don't think my wand will go that far, but I shall try. Thank you. <laughs> So they're getting ready for their exams, aren't they? Mm. Yeah. And Hermione has made revision timetables for the three of them. And God, they're ungrateful gits, aren't they? Mm. Even if you're not planning on sticking to this schedule because it's a bit intense, you'd at least say, oh, thank you very much, Hermione. That's very helpful, wouldn't you? I don't know. Um, I'm... Um... <sighs> Are you still listen, are you listening to the audiobook still? Yeah, I am, yeah. Well, I left my book on a train and I've never replaced oh, it. Do you know what I would be happy with? If there was an option to change yeah. the speaker. 
Oh, I'm yeah. I'm sick of Stephen Fry now. Well, why don't you do the American one with uh, Jim Kay? Because he's British. He's a British no, voice. No, we can't pronounce anyone's name properly. Blue, do you want? Who would you, you? have? Me. Hey, maybe that could be my next project. You, know you listen to it and re-record it as you're listening to yeah. it, and then you send that to me. Yeah. I will do, yeah. That'll be another job I can do. What do you mean, your next project? What project? <laughs> Number four, Privet Drive. <laughs> yeah, well, we thought that that was an idea we had, wasn't it? Where we thought we might record us reading. The oh, books. one of our ideas, one of our many ideas. Let's recreate the film. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be good. Yeah, but you can't do every idea, can you? You just got to say things and then do some of them. And not Are all the tickets live for Potter Vision January? The ones in London and Manchester are, yeah. And Liverpool should be in the next week. So, so. we've sold, we've sold, been selling tickets from Manchester already, you know. Do you know that? No. How's that been going? Um, good, I think. But have we even plugged them yet? No. I was waiting until the tickets were for Liverpool available and then uh, going to plug them all. But I've made, I've made some posts. Why are they not available yet? Well, you know, just uh, finalising all the details. November, December. That gives us two months. November, December. Yeah. Well, we can do it. I think judging by the big audience we've reeled in for this, (laughs) I think we've got nothing to worry about. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Do either of you two live locally to London, Manchester or Liverpool? (laughs) (laughs) We hope you do. <laughs> well, there we go. Katie's coming to Manchester. That's good. So, all we need is you, Do I? Do you want to say your name? Sometimes people like them to be private. Also, we actually, because the other person hasn't messaged in the chat, we actually have no evidence that they're listening. Oh, they'll try to come to London. Well, there I'll, we go. I'll try. That'll be I'll try. nice. I'll try. I'll try. You can try. Hey, and Katie can do Liverpool. So there we go. We're All that we you. ask. No need for anybody else to buy tickets. All that we ask is you try. Yeah. Do your best. We're going to try and get there as well. <laughs> we'll do our best. <laughs> but we're doing Potter Vision. Yeah. Well, it's going to be good. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to doing a live podcast in the second half. That's going to be fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and will you try and stick around for that, guys? <laughs> we'll try and come back after the break. It'll be good. <laughs> not sticking around. <laughs> oh, no. No. Well, we'll stay for the first half. That's all we can ask for is that you try. Are we doing um... yeah. oh, You're funny before you. What? Message me going, uh. Message me going out. Oi, where are you? People are waiting. I'm like, well, can I have the invite to the room, please? <laughs> <laughs> I've posted about it. Well, I meant to follow the post. Well, I'll best log into Patreon to see if Lucas is messaging me. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> he logs on to Patreon the other day 
And he's like, whoa, look at all these comments. He's reading some of them from like six months ago. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Hey, I did like this. Um, they went into quite a lot of detail about Harry's character. Uh, you know, like thinking about his dad not being the perfect his, person. His dad he was. was a bit of a C word. You know what C word I'm thinking of? Cock. C. <laughs> you. Yeah. And do I even need to finish? Mm. Mm. No, I <laughs> well, so. I will. T. Do you know what that spells? No. James Potter. <laughs> yeah. Well, but I liked it because it went really deep into like Harry's psyche and what he was going through. And thinking like, oh, all these times I've wished I could be like him. Well, maybe I shouldn't have been wishing that. And all these times I've been thinking of him in a good way. Maybe I shouldn't have been thinking that. And why did my mum end up marrying him? Should she have married no, Snape? Would I have sallow skin? These worst people out there, Harry. Yeah. Voldemort. You want to be Voldemort's son? The Dark Master? This lad haven't even got a dad, and he's wishing his dad was never born. Oh, how could my dad be so horrible? One thing. You're judging him on one thing. Yeah. You really want to be the Dark Lord's baby? Hey, Dark Lord's baby! Hey, everyone, it's Dark Lord's baby. Go on, everyone, give, give a kiss to the Dark Lord's baby. <laughs> Not like that. I've had a cadaver. Oh. So I've been the Dark Lord's baby. Um... Let he who is without sin cast the first stone. And you know what wild hippie said that? Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why the first thought in my head was John Lennon, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> of course it's from the Bible. I thought he who's without sin cast. Sounds like John Lennon, that. <laughs> so I have a shit John Lennon would say, body of. <laughs> Imagine all those commandments. <laughs> it's easy if you try. <laughs> who was it who said this? At the fourth bong, you will betray me. Hmm. Paul McCartney? <laughs> hmm. And he saw that it was good. Right, that's definitely Ringo. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of anything from the Bible. Am I? Go on, <laughs> yeah, go I'm on. Struggling. Eat the apple? Did he actually say that? I can't believe you didn't pick up on the fourth bong. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's when the clock strikes midnight or something. I don't know what's. That's Cinderella. Yeah, it's Cinderella. Cinder bloody Rella. Cinderella, Bible, the Beatles. It's all the same. Yeah. Maybe that's what people who haven't grown up in a Western culture think. <laughs> Cinderella, the Bible. It's in the Bible. Where? In one of the pages of the Bible? It's got to be somewhere, isn't it? If you mix the words up of the Bible, I reckon you'd get the lyrics to imagine. Mm. Put it together, couldn't you? Anyway. 
Um, oh, yeah. So Harry's in the library and uh, he's feeling a bit down in the dumps. And then Ginny cheers mm. him up and um, he doesn't really acknowledge it. He just says, oh, suddenly he felt a bit more hopeful. But I feel like this is maybe the first time that we've seen them have a bit of a private conversation and he's feeling good in her company and uh, I don't know, maybe it's the start of a seed being sown. The start of a seed being sown. And is that the seed of love? Mm, well, it could be, couldn't it? Things aren't so uh, good with Cho at the minute. They're arguing, aren't they? Well, he's got more important things to worry about. His school is being taken over by dark forces. Dumbledore has been sacked. Umbridge is head teacher. Right? Yeah. Don't start thinking, oh, who am I going to get off with at Christmas? Yeah? Yeah. Well, yeah. Christmas has passed. It's Easter. You should be thinking about, um, <laughs> I need to exceed expectations in potions and transformation. Right? Yeah. That's what you should be worrying about. Right, Harry, no. it's transfiguration. Um, if you're getting that wrong, you've got no hope in the exam. <laughs> I, I really need to revise for my GCSE moths. Right, it's, it's maths. Uh, <laughs> you're not getting that right. Uh, you've got no chance in hell. At my gig the other day, I turned to the audience yeah. and went, who's our Prime Minister again? Who is it? Yeah. <laughs> People are like, what? I was like, I don't follow the news. I was like, that's it, Rishi Sunak. Rishi yeah. Sunak. I don't yeah. know things. But you're right. Harry should not be focusing on love or romance. Well, Mrs. Weasley gives him an egg. And it's described as a handsome chocolate egg. Mm. Whoa. This egg's fit. Handsome egg. Uh, hey. Never heard of an egg? Hey, <laughs> that's, a, that's a young egg, that is. Handsome egg. Could you ask that egg out for me? I've never known an egg being described as handsome. But I suppose handsome, because you'd call it a handsome sum, wouldn't you? If someone gave you a big load of money, it's a handsome sum. Mm. Don't know. What do you think about all this handsome egg business? I had a bag of handsome treacle toffee the other day. It was delicious. Did you? Yeah, I couldn't mm. move out of bed. Lucy got me some yeah. treacle toffee from the shop and I was just lay munching it in bed. Yeah. Oof. I did a handsome cough the other day. Very big. Mm. Handsome. Does it mean big? Oh, girls don't really like it too much when you call them handsome, you know. Maybe it doesn't mean big. I think, I, I think handsome is like big and strong and attractive. Think it's going to have to be googled. This in it, Google handsome definition. Well, I remember there was a kid in our school who had the surname Handsome. Was and everyone handsome? used to say, "Oh, you are, aren't you?" He'd be like, "I don't like that." Oh, substantial. He was elected by a handsome majority. Hmm. A man, a good-looking man. What is the true meaning of handsome? Yeah. Well-proportioned and imposing appearance, suggestive of Ooh. health and strength. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, of course. Yeah, that sounds about right. Girls handsome in the past. That's what I'm trying to say. Because yeah. some people can be pretty, and pretty people can look weak. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like a butterfly mm. isn't handsome. A butterfly is pretty, and you could snap it yeah, that's true. with your finger and your thumb. Yeah. Whereas a female dog, a bitch, for lack of a be- better expression, is handsome. Yeah. Hold a dog's face in your hands, and you say, yeah. you are handsome. Mm. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, yeah. I think you're right there. Hey, they get uh, they get reprimanded for eating this chocolate egg in the library. I'm with the librarian on this one. You shouldn't be eating in the library, should you? Let them off. Let them off. They're going to get chocolate stains all over the books. They're going to have the rustling of the foil wrapper. It's Easter. Use magic to clean it up. Yeah, use magic to clean it up. That's not the point, and I don't like your cheeky tone. <laughs> God, if I think kids have used that all the time. Look at the mess you lot made here in Hogwarts. Magic it away. I will not. You'll scrub it up with a brush. Harry, what's children. this bottle of piss by your bed? Magic it away. Uh, you're a lazy young man. <laughs> you're lazy? And I'm your mate. Am I lazy? Am I lazy? The toilets are 10,000 steps away. All right, fair enough. Yeah. Lazy gets magic it away. You're lazy and I'm your mate. That's a nice thing to say. The amount of times I've had mates say that to me. You're lazy and I'm your mate. Yeah. It's like a positive-negative scenario, isn't it? End on a positive. You're lazy and I'm your mate. Come on. What say do, you think we'll I, do you think I look? Do you think I look like this when I'm older? This white hair. Mm, no, I don't think anybody has that hair. It's unnatural looking. Um, I think maybe. <laughs> dare you? Dare you? <laughs> um, well, do you think you will forever have long hair, or do you think at some point you'll go back to short when you're an older person? I'd cut it off in a moment. I'm waiting for someone to say the word. Yeah, I think I think um, it would be like big news. <gasps> Tom's cut his hair. Forget I don't care. We don't care. Tom's yeah, cut his hair. Know. Tom's cut his wrist. Who okay. <laughs> well, care if you cut your wrist? Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but do you, this is an interesting question because you you've got a following now. Do you feel like? Changing, do you feel reluctant to change your image because of that? Um, yeah, maybe, maybe a little bit. Um, but the thing is, I always try and not look that good because I kind of think once someone tries and looks really good, you know, like I'll, I'll, I'll never wear nice clothes on stage because I think people yeah. who do that, they're, they're not being genuine. No. I well, wore a nice shirt on stage once and image, a horrible gig. Yeah. Go on. Well, because when you've made your image and you become famous with that image, it's like, oh, I guess I can't be like this for the rest of my life now. You know, you see Hulk Hogan, who's like 80. He's still got long blonde hair and a handlebar moustache. <laughs> with the sleeveless top, you think. Why did you think looks that? He looks good. Does he? Well, I think I might 
create an image that I won't have to change. So I think well, I got this, just you got, start. You got this new Dracula image. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think it's gonna last. I think what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna start shaving in a bald patch, dyeing my hair grey, and start wearing like cardigans and elasticated waist trousers. And then when I'm old, I'll be comfy then, won't I? And I won't have to change my image because I've always dressed like that. Why would you need a bald patch? Your dad's got a big, thick head of hair. you got a big, thick head of hair. Yeah, I might regret that down the years when uh, <laughs> I'm 90 years old, still shaving it in. Well, I thought this would have gone by now. Uh, <laughs> what an effort. And if you ever leave it for a month, people are going to be like, oh, he's, got, he's had implants done. <laughs> oh, yeah, maybe, yeah. <laughs> well, especially because if I'm dyeing my hair grey and suddenly these dark brown roots start coming through, I'm going to look like Wayne Rooney, aren't I, when he had his hair done? Mm. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe I'll just... Uh... What am I talking about? I'm not even a celebrity. Why am I even considering this? You are a celebrity. I'm not. You are, you Dracula. Yeah, I'm Dracula. I'm Count Dracula. All right. Yeah. I do like that story. Anyway, that's not going anywhere. That's just me expressing an opinion. <laughs> so, Harry has a careers advice meeting. Yeah? Mm. And, um, well, I feel like there's very limited the things you can do in the wizarding world. What do you think? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it all seems to be jobs within the ministry. You can talk to muggles. You can be the police. Da ba dee ba dee ba da ba dee ba da ba dee. I once had a little careers meeting when I was in uh, high school. I went and spoke to someone. They were making everyone go speak to someone. And at the time, I was like, I was watching a lot of cartoons. I was like, I want to be an animator. And I used to make my own cartoons on Microsoft Paint and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Movie Maker. And this uh, woman was like. Uh, Oh right, uh, well you should go to art school, and I was like, yeah. she's not listening. I don't want to be an artist. I want to be an animator, but they yeah. are one in the same. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I remember going to my careers interview, and um, it it was it was the person who used to um, help the kids with emotional problems. Um, so I don't know what qualified her to do careers advice, but I remember going there and she was just like, well, you uh, you seem to be able to find your way in the world. Uh, I'm sure you've got it covered. Uh, I suppose, yeah. She went, All right, bye-bye. <laughs> so I was like, well, I don't think I did know what I wanted to do. I think I was just like, well, I'll just do my A-levels and study something at uni. Making his way in the world today takes everything you got. Wouldn't it be nice to get away where everybody knows your name? What is that? Anyway. I don't know. Never heard it. What was I? I was listening to a short clip of Neil Fitzmorris talk about careers interviews. He plays... um. Jeff from Peep Show and uh, Ray Vaughn from Phoenix Nights, and he went to a careers meeting, and he says, "I want to re- I want to be an actor." And uh, yeah. the careers advisor says, "Well, have you thought about plumbing?" 
<laughs> yeah. There's a lot of acting involved in that. Uh, you've got to pretend like you know what you're doing. Mm, you've got to be improvising, quick on the spot, thinking up how much it's going to cost. God, rip people off. <laughs> yeah. I'm very sorry. I feel like me and you have got a... a because of our terrible experience with tradesmen, we've got a very poor view, which uh, which is just based on our poor experience, isn't it? Mm. Mm. Well, I don't know. I got a poor uh, outlook on everything, um, except yeah. I don't know, other things I appreciate. Good food, good company. I've got my pal Lucas Kirkby. I really look forward to these sessions we have. I was thinking then, there's no reason we can't have a lot of these live. Do you know what I mean? Like we can just be like, right, we're gonna record yeah. in ten minutes. Ten minutes. If anyone wants to watch live, you can jump in. You can join us. Although uh, I don't know how I feel about first you saying uh, that you look on life very negatively, and then referring to this as our sessions. Uh, they're not. They're not sessions. Uh, they're they're recording. They're recordings of the podcast. <laughs> he's, he's my therapist, Dracula. <laughs> right. Sorry, I, I've just got my session. Uh, I'll be down in an hour. Puts on the wig. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Lawrence is based on your house. It looks like you've had great tradesmen. Is that your, your funky background? <laughs> My green screen makes it look like I live a life of luxury. If I was to take the green screen off, you would see the holes, dripping pipes and spikes that are inches from my neck. <laughs> <laughs> it was, you moved for a second and the green screen failed and you could see your bed with, <laughs> with clothes on it. And it looked like it was just part of the, part of the modern flat background. People always comment on um, there's a single bed. This is like the spare room, and people yeah. and people always comment on that single bed behind me. Go, God, man, your age sleeping in a single bed. <laughs> the reply be like, that's not my main bed. There's such a thing as a spare room. This is a different room. Oof. Man like you sleeping on an oven. I'm in my kitchen. I don't sleep here. <laughs> Oh, a bit uncomfy, that bath, isn't it, to sleep in? I, I don't sleep in it. He's living in his bloody car. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm ringing you from my car. Maybe but, I should have had a background. But then, look, Martina did some cool candles, and here's a... Here's a... Uh, it's, like, it's more of a butternut squash. But, uh I think in Germany, butternut squashes and pumpkins are both Halloween-based. Mm. Yeah. Katie says it's Connie's Katie bedroom. Says it's Connie's bedroom. Mm -hmm. Is Connie around? I don't know where she is. I think she's at Evans Holshaw. She's at what? Evans Holshaw, where she works. <laughs> That's funny. Do you forget she works. she works at a car dealership? Yeah, I just forget about that. Yeah. Oh, Connie. Hey, well, I hope she can come on uh, on our little uh, mini tour. Is oh, actually, it's Arnold Clark. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that somebody knows that I've had no like, I've got no memory of that conversation. Like, I feel like <laughs> Nana. 
Oh, wait. Mm, I didn't know she worked there. It was Arnold Clark, actually. Who was it? I didn't oh, know. You looking at all the little Connies. Which one is my grandchild? They all are. Oh. They all are. Oh. <laughs> Jemima, Emma, Connie. Oh, sorry. You always say my name last, Nana. It's me, age. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever done a um, Halloween trick, Lucas? Have you ever fucking set off a successful yeah. whoopee cushion? Yes, I think I have. I think I made my mum or my dad sit on a whoopee cushion once. But then they're always like... Because you have to sit on it right to get it to work. Because I remember covering one up with a cushion once. And when someone sat on it, nothing happened. Yeah. They were just like, oh, something under this cushion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> that was the result of the prank. There was never a, there was never a Trump noise. Um, they just found the whoopee cushion unpressed. So I saw a video of this boy the other day, this like young, not that young, but like a teenage boy. It's like, it's like Halloween pranks. And he had like some fart spray, you know, like. Yeah. In little tsts. Yeah. And like, he sets the camera up. And like he's uh, behind the couch, and he puts his arm up, and he sprays it. Sprays it on a baby. <laughs> Bloody hell! Not intentionally. Not nice. He sprayed it in the air, and it just so happened to like land over the baby. And all the adults in the room are like dry retching, like. Ugh! And then he's up, he's behind the couch. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's horrible. Well, I remember there was a trend where people would. Throw a slice of cheese at their baby to see what the reaction was. I hated like, that. Well, it's like, that's child abuse, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, they, they film themselves throwing food at the baby's face. You're like, well, I'm calling social services. Shouldn't be pranking your own baby. Shouldn't be filming your family, putting them online. Family's private, yeah. right? Don't be putting your kids online. Yeah, it's private. Yeah, people uh, yeah, put pictures, pictures of their kids the on tradition them. of like... Go on, go on. You are? Go on, you say. And people were like hiring somebody to be a Grinch and like steal presents. And there was one video where a guy took a kid out of the room. It's like, you, you're traumatising these children. Well, <laughs> uh, but I got three likes. It was great. Be funny, you should send, a, you should send that £75 Grinch round to your enemies' houses. Hey, that'd be good. And never let them know it was you that did it. Yeah. Um... But I reckon you'd have to sign a contract saying, yeah, I agree that this is my house and I've got, you know, you get my permission to do this, this and this. Mm. If they got around to someone else's house and they just broke in and stole things, well, they'd go to prison, wouldn't they? It's bloody funny, though. It's bloody funny. No, no, you're on it. You, you don't understand. <laughs> I was the Grinch. <laughs> well, well, that's irrelevant that you were the Grinch. You you broke and entered. Uh, you stole a child and a TV. Yeah, but it's a trend. I was the Grinch. Look, I can put the costume. No, don't put the costume on. You're to prison. You covered the whole living room with... <laughs> with cumin powder <laughs> you're disgusting thank you you put soy sauce 
down the back of a woman's yeah. nightdress. How was the Grinch? How was the Grinch? Well, the Grinch never did the that. Nightdress. <laughs> the Grinch, I've watched that film and the new version, and he never put soy sauce on a woman's nightdress. <laughs> it was a deleted scene. It was not a deleted scene. What a beautiful right, family. George, I think you're getting too involved in this conversation. Sentence him or leave it. <laughs> I'm the Grinch, Your Honour. And if you hate me for that, then you should kill me. Well, send you to prison instead. Now, so Umbridge. I don't know why Umbridge finds the time for all this. Like, I, I'm just a regular teacher. And I feel like I've got lots of things to do. I do not have time to be sat in on other meetings, watching other people's lessons. She's head teacher and Defence Against the Dark Arts. I know. Like, and my head teacher, like, your head teacher at school, you hardly ever saw them because they were always in meetings or, you know. Dealing with something important. My head teacher was always off trying to destroy Horcruxes. <laughs> what? <laughs> I know. Well, they're not going to be ready for the next Ofsted inspection, are they? If she's pissing around with all this stuff. Was so. Was it you? Who, who was it telling me that, like, you know, when Ofsted had come round and they'd be like, right, when I ask a question, put your hands up. <laughs> Even if you don't know the answer, just put your hands up. I'll know. No, that wasn't me, but that sounds funny. I know I'll know the answer. Just get your hands up. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was awful because at one point I was um, I was asked to do like a new scheme where if a kid had behavioural problems, I'd go and observe them in the lesson uh-huh. and like get an idea of how they were in the lesson. But it was weird because. I'd email the teacher beforehand. I'd be like, right, I'm coming into English next Wednesday to observe this kid. Um, and I'm just looking at that. But then when I was observing it, I could just tell that the teachers were putting on a performance for me and that it wasn't like quite the same as it usually would be. And I don't know if they were worried that I was like there under a false pretense. I was there observing how they taught. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But it was, it's like, um, so it's almost if like I was Ofsted inspector. It was strange. Mm. You know, doing everything by the book. <laughs> hmm. All right, I'll let you think about that one in your spare time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was thinking about kids who shout out. It prompted me to think, you know, disruptive kids in class. Yeah. And I didn't disrupt that much, but I would sh- try and be funny all the time, you know, saying, you know, whatever. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And you wonder, like, people who don't have a sense of humour, who aren't interesting, how are they disrupting? What are they doing? Just being being irritating. Yeah. <laughs> there we That's go. That's right. <laughs> well, because I think, like, in every class, there was always... There were kids who, like, took the piss and then... But it was actually quite funny. Then there were other kids, and it's like... Just stop. Nobody wants you to be doing that. 
Because sometimes someone would say something funny in the class and the teacher would like laugh along. They'd be like, all right, that's enough now. You know, and then get to... But then there's other kids where they're just like, stop it. <laughs> it's not funny. Have you seen him? He's hilarious. He's, <laughs> he's witty. Yeah. He can pick the right moment. You're terrible. Yeah. God's sake. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, I remember something like there was one kid who was, like, he'd have a bit of banter with this teacher. And then, but then, um, it was my mate Jamie. You know me, mate Jamie. Oh, yeah. But sometimes he'd take it too far with it. was the maths teacher. And then sometimes he'd take the piss out of her age or, like, <laughs> <laughs> or, or like a weight or something and it'd be like Jamie that's a bit much that and uh, but I think when you're a kid you don't know where like the line is and you have to learn the hard way yeah definitely right kids in my school so I can't mess make fun of anything y'all miss you've got a bit of facial hair you know it's like a 70 year old woman who's like not that asked about <laughs> yeah yeah. Stuff like that. Oh, you got a beard, miss. We don't say that. We all know that we don't say that. Why have you not learned that? Mm. Good Lord. Oh, yeah. But I mean, like, Harry's that type who thinks those kind of things. Mm. He's always talking about her being a toad, isn't he? Umbridge. Well, this is the part of the podcast where Tom gets a bit tired. And uh, wherever we are in the chapter, we usually race to the end in the next five minutes. Um, mainly due to the fact that I'm not getting any response uh, for some of, the, some of the conversation I'm trying to bring You say up. mad things. The conversation you bring up, you'll be like this. So what do you think about the spelling of Umbridge? And I'm like, oh, it's good, isn't it? And you're like, pour my heart out to him. And he gives me nothing back. Right, so we got Umbridge who's who's sitting in on no sitting in on this discussion, yeah, and um, she's breathing down McGonagall's neck, and McGonagall's doing a great old job of standing up for Harry, yeah, and then yeah. It, it leads to a crescendo of a little uh, confrontation where Umbridge exclaims, "You, aha! I knew it! I knew you don't want uh, Fudge to be the minister. You, 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 you said it just then. It's like, yeah." Mate, he's not going to be first minister forever, is he? He needs to F off, just yeah. like you need to F off. Yeah. And McGonagall says, Harry, you will become an aura. If it's the last thing I do, I'll train you myself uh, every night. That's overstepping your responsibility as a teacher. I understand your passion. Oh, yeah. But to be honest, at the end of the day, if he's not got what it takes, he's not got what it takes, right? You can't be pushing this guy underskilled into the ministry. Right? That's not fair on the citizens of Earth <laughs> if he becomes an aura and you've done all his work for him. I know that's not what she was saying, but still. Harry then decides he's going to go into Umbridge's uh, chambers to use her fireplace to talk to um, Lumin. What's he called? Lum Lunus, what's he called? Sirius Black. Sirius Black, and what's the other one called? Lupin. Lupin, there it is, Lupin. What <laughs> lengths he is taking just to speak to these two men? What is the point? Oh, can, I need to find out. Was my dad yeah. a dickhead? Yeah, he's a teenager. 
Right. Yeah. I knew yeah. it. Yeah. You've seen it. You didn't need to do. Yeah, and also, you'll see him in two months. It's the summer holiday soon. Yeah. Easter's gone. June, July. So. What is finding out now gonna do? Right, it's not. <laughs> yeah. It's not worth while. Right. Yeah. All that just for that. Will you get yourselves expelled so I can talk to Sirius Black for a moment? Right, listen. You could have turned to anyone in the school and had the exact same conversation. I've seen I've seen yeah. a memory of my dad being rude to someone. Was he always like that or was that just an isolated incident? Um, there's a good chance that's like an isolated incident and there's probably other things he did, but that's probably like the worst one. Thank you. But like, you need to understand. Thank you. Now I don't have to talk to my godfather in the fire. And Snape said yes. he's not going to teach me oculumency anymore. I'm going to come to that school. Well, please don't, because you're highly wanted, and the ministry yeah. basically have complete control of the school at the moment. What are you thinking? Yeah, you're as mad as I am, and I'm talking to you through a fire. Mm. Mm. Well, and also the way he gets into Umbridge's office, I don't remember this item, right? But he's like, mm, how can I get into Umbridge's office? She's going to have blocked the Alohomora spell. Hey, I can just use the magic knife from Sirius. Mm, I don't feel like this item in the Wizarding World is quite as cheeky as the invisibility cloak of the Marauder's map. Ooh, what have you got there? Hey, the Godfather gave me this magic knife. Christ! <laughs> got a knife? Yeah, well, you know I got that cool invisibility cloak, yeah? You know, I've got that Marauder's map. I can see people walking around here. Well, now I've got a sniper rifle. <laughs> you are not having a sniper rifle in this school. Please. So, all right, McGonagall will let me have it. She won't. Please. Oh, fine. Give him his... Give, right, you can have the scope. Oh, and the gun. Fine. Give it, give it. He wants it. But how are we going to stop Snake from getting that stone? I think it's time for my dad's old landmine. <laughs> no, no, it's not time for your dad's old landmine. What? What a weird gift from your dad, your stepdad. So funny getting to getting to book five. All oh, right, I've come up with so many good things. Just fuck with magic knife. At least do magic key. Magic knife. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. But I thought, did that not exist that's Biff anyway? Jip. A that's a that Biff you... Chip and Kipper. <laughs> oh, I'm not thinking of Biff. <laughs> I'm not thinking of Biff Chip and Kipper. The magic key, that was them. I'm thinking of something else. But I thought in Harry Potter there was a key that you put in and then it would uh, it would adjust to the lock and turn into a key. But maybe I'm imagining something completely different. Uh, mate, I'd love to know what goes on in that head of yours. I genuinely would. I think you're mental. I would. Can somebody tell me what that's from? Because I think <sighs> I'm going mad. There's something where there's a magic key where you put it mm. in and you wiggle it around and it adjusts to the lock and then it opens any door. <sighs> I don't know what that is. Who knows? See, that's anyway. the kind of chat you come out with and then go... <laughs> I've say that, and then he's given me nothing back. Oh, was there ever a magic key? Right, that one. And, I and then that I drift off. And he goes, a... Look at this. Pouring my heart out to him, and he rejects it. 
you know how it feels yeah. to be a co-host of a Pot of Vision podcast when you bring up Magic Key and then <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the other person doesn't know what you're talking about? <laughs> Truly. I wouldn't wish this on anyone. Well, I'll admit, that one was uh, a mad ramble that doesn't warrant a response. Uh, I'll give you that. So what do you think about you needing um, five newts to be in aura? You'd think it'd be four newts, wouldn't you? Five seems like... Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> it's like we're in a doctor's waiting room trying to like break the awkward silence. Oh, do you think that's an original or a print? I don't care. I don't give a shit if that's an original or a print. There's magazines there. If you want to read the magazines, <laughs> read the magazines. I'm not interested in this. This is like when... Well, yeah. this is like well, what... I didn't quite like how... Also, this is like when a... Um, you know, like a kid's like lippy to their mum. And then the mum's like, the mum's yeah. to the friend is like, see what I have to live with. See what I put up. <laughs> <laughs> and the friend's like, I think every mother has uh, has these kind of challenges. I think every, no kid is perfect. <laughs> what did a teenager say that? Every mother has this kind of challenges. No teenager's perfect. <laughs> Maybe you're not so perfect as a mother. Mm. Do you see me complaining to my <laughs> friends? Yes. You're not so perfect as a mother. <laughs> so, I don't. I do not like how Lupin and Sirius defend James Potter. Like, they just explain away this bullying without really addressing it. They're just kind of, oh yeah, well we've always been a bit of a book, you know, silly behaviour. Well, Snape. Snape liked his dark arts. Well, was he was he interested in the dark arts? Or was he practicing dark arts on people? Was he was he torturing people? No, but uh, you could tell he spent a lot of time alone, right? And also, James and Snape were the best at what they did individually, right? Yeah. Um, so where do we get to the bit where that explains them? Threatening to take his trousers off? Let me cover this. Sirius and James were the coolest two in the school. Right. So why does that warrant them bullying Snape? Hanging him up by his leg? You're not, li- oh. you're not listening. You're not listening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess my dad was fantastic as I originally thought. I've laid my mind to rest. Thank you so much. He's only 15. Let him off, Harry. No, he's only 15. I'm 15! I'm 15! Yeah, but you've been through trauma. Yeah. Think about that. Your dad hadn't gone through trauma. Your dad had just had a nice life and took things for granted and was just experimenting, really. You know, what's it like to be mean to someone? Yeah. He's not felt guilt. He feels that now. Yeah. He feels that now in heaven. Or hell, if he's in hell. Yeah. He'll be feeling that real good. Hmm. Yeah, so I feel like he doesn't really get anything out of that conversation that he risked so much to have. And then uh, Fred and George get caught, and uh, Filch is going to whip them. 
That's been approved, apparently. I couldn't believe that. Mm. Are we approving this? <laughs> mm, looks like we are. We're approving the whipping. And then they just go, yeah. uh, friend George, say, Accio brooms, and then they fly off. Do you feel like their exit is cooler than Dumbledore's? No. No, it is cool doing that, isn't it? We should end television shows by doing that. Yeah, because you can get those uh, fire effects, can't you? Where it does like a quick flame and then you run off before it extinguishes. Hmm. Mm. And they earn a salute from Peeves. <laughs> Which is fantastic. That's how the chapter ends, a Peeves salute. Hmm. Right. I was thinking. Yeah. Um, genuinely. See, I went to a, a, a gig and they were selling these T-shirts for... Cheap enough, yeah. And they've just got an emblem there, yeah. yeah. Nothing on the back, yeah. Just one there. Maybe we could do the same, but I think, I think rather than our name, Part of Vision, why don't we get a classic saying printed up? Oh yeah, like what? Right. So let's write. Let's brainstorm some now. I was thinking, M could be one. You know, M U H. Yeah, M. <laughs> um. <laughs> Alright, we've got mo, that's already been said. Um mo. What about yeah yeah? Yeah yeah. Same meaning as mo, but a bit different. Mm, <laughs> Your Honor, year sevens. These are pretty weird. Yeah. Katie would love a mo t shirt. Lauren would love a Peeves impression. <laughs> On a t shirt. How are we going to do that on a t-shirt? What are you talking about? We can wrap PVZ Potty on a t-shirt. <laughs> Muh. Muh on a t-shirt. <laughs> Someone sent us a message with a, a design. I forgot to uh, tell you about it. I'll have to try and find it again. But it looked really good. And it was just loads of things we said. We'll just look at that later. Get it get it printed. Okay. Um, Muh could be good. Muh. Muh. And only people who know would know. But I think the probability of but, two Partvision fans bumping into each other and reading the shirt. But I don't want to... Uh, I don't want to do one of them... People do these things where... There's this guy on TikTok and he's got this catchphrase. Yeah. It's really funny where he says... Um, <laughs> his catchphrase is he's yeah. doing an impression of his mum and his mum's always getting worked up to the point where she says I could lose my job yeah <laughs> well, if people found out you're lighting candles in your room I could lose my job yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's very funny but he's like made like um, you know like forms like these websites where you can like basically you charge 25 quid they make the t-shirt but then it's just all a bit crap, really. So maybe we could, like, make them to order. That's what you do. We offer the design. We ask people what size they want. Yeah. Uh, and then we order them in, and then we distribute them. That sounds like a plan, doesn't it? Yeah, we'll make them to order. Hey, why don't we try and do that uh, for, in time for Christmas? 
Yes. Right, and this is something we'll do. I'll write down T-shirt. Yeah. Right. Now, don't be <laughs> thinking one of the team's going to pick it up. Because there's only me and you. One of us is going to have to do it. <laughs> so we need a design. So far, Muh is winning. All right. <laughs> well, we'll sort that. That sounds good. Made to order. Design, take orders, order, distribute. Order and distribute. Yeah, that's good. Hey. Hey, there we go. Katie's going to buy matching more t-shirts for a Christmas day. That'll be good. Hey, there you go. That's two sold already. I'll buy one. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Right. So be funny. people got people go, oh what's that? Oh it's Pot Vision Podcast. Right, and what's m? Um hmm. means yes. That's great. <laughs> you leave me and my husband alone. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Do, do you have a quiz this week? No, no, no demand. No. People aren't begging for it. No. All right. Get begging, people. If you want a quiz, you have to start begging. <laughs> <laughs> Lauren begs. <laughs> beg. One beg. Well, it's not enough. One beg. I'm sorry, Lauren. Right. If we get a few more begs before next fortnight, we'll, we'll have a quiz. I need hey. three begs. Sorry. I need, I need four begs. I need four begs. And that's hey, two. That's two begs. Am I allowed to beg? You can, but I need four. All right. I beg. I don't know why I'm typing this, but I am. I beg you. You got three. That's just three. Well, maybe someone could get on another device. I'm not going to beg myself, am I? No. Not when it's you having to do the work. Right, come on, do the... Uh... <laughs> Wrap it up, come. All right, well... It's now time for, again, the nation's favourite segment. It's Hedwig's Drubbings. We're not alluding to owl poo. We're not alluding to plopings. We mean the messages you send in when we allude to Hedwig's droppings. What's in a beak this week? Well, we've had a lovely five-star review from Probers. And, <laughs> I think that's right. And Probers says, bloody brilliant. Pottervision has me cackling about Harry and his silly little adventures in Hogwarts every week. I live, laugh and love the sarky quips Tom and Lucas riff between each other. They might sometimes talk about the books every so often as well. I need to see the Pottervision, uh, see Pottervision live when you next talk. Keep Potter podding, please. Oh, thank you very much, Probers. Uh, we've got some babies. How many have you got in you today, Tom? Two. Two? Oh, all right. So the first one is a baby Harry. Oh, well, I'll tell you what. Well, two of the people on our list are the two of the people that I believe are in our audience, so we might as well do their babies personally now. Oh, really? Yes. So the first one is a baby Harry, and it's Lauren. Lauren, you are a baby. 
you have been transported by portal into a marshmallow world. Everything is so soft. You're bouncing around. You would never get injured. All of a sudden in the marshmallow sky, space-time begins to rip. A demon's head pokes its head through. And it's not hungry for marshmallows. It's hungry for you. (laughs) You're running away from this demon head in the marshmallow world. Where can I hide? Under marshmallows? In the marshmallow lake? In the marshmallow (laughs) cavern? Surely not enough protection. Another tear in space-time appears. Who is it but me? Tom Lawrence. (laughs) I take as many marshmallows as I can, and I wrestle the demon down to the floor. I start stuffing its throat with marshmallows, marshmallows until it passes out. It begins to suffocate. Its eyes get really bloodshot, and they water it dies. I hold you up and the portal for you to get home is slowly closing. There's only enough time for one of us to get through. I throw you through. You land back with your your family. I am stuck in the marshmallow world. Oh, bloody hell, that was dramatic. Well, we hope you enjoyed that, uh, Lauren. And we've got another baby, a baby Draco, and it's Katie. Katie, you are crawling round uh, a barbershop. La 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 la. There's hair everywhere. Wee! Wee! You're throwing it in the air. It's landing all down you. Fun, fun, fun. Nobody knows you're in this barbershop. And as you're covering yourself in hair, making a little uh, nest for yourself, you're completely hidden. (laughs) A customer comes in, sits down. Cut and a shave, please. Um, The barber comes out and he starts, uh, you know, uh, lathering this man's face up. And he goes, now to begin your shave. Lifts his chin and slits his throat. You are in Sweeney Todd's barbershop. I don't know if that was clear. (laughs) (laughs) It is now. Um, His hat is on the floor. Blood starts trickling down his, out his throat, covering, pooling round the hat. Yeah? I walk in, I'm another customer. I look at Sweeney Todd and I go, how dare you? I shoot him in the head with a gun, and he dies. I pick up the hat that's covered in blood. That's Lucas's hat that he's wearing right now. I was like, I'll be able to wrap that up somehow. uh, I'll be able to be involved. Um, And I put that on my head. I go, I'll give that to my mate, who's a vampire. In the corner, I see hair shaking. I said, oh, someone's just gone through a little traumatic experience. Who have we got here? I blow all the hair away. Some of the hair comes away, not all of it. Another blow. Most of the hair went away. One more blow. This time, I suck up all the breath I can. In this last blow, I blow most of the hair away. But I do accidentally spit on your face quite a lot. 
you're terrified. I'm wearing a bloody hat. You don't know who I am. You don't know what you've just seen. I think this will calm you. I'll leave. Hey, fantastic. Hey, hey, that was cool doing some live baby stories. Well, you both enjoyed that. Oh, and that was Hedwig's Droppings. This has been the Possivision Podcast. Thank you so, so much for watching this spooky, spectacular show. Uh, Wes, uh, Wes, yes, we are doing some live shows in January. We're in Liverpool, Manchester and London. If you go to Pottervision.com, Manchester and London, the tickets are on sale. And Liverpool should be on sale uh, this coming week. So, yeah, you should be able to grab your tickets. And we're doing the first half, we're doing our new Chamber of Secrets show. And then in the second half, we're doing a live podcast recording. Um, but yeah, and I think we're going to do a few more of these live ones for the patrons as well. Uh, hopefully we'll get more than two people next time. But uh, I've had fun of you, Tom. I've had a brilliant time. Uh, do you know what? I'm, I don't want more than two people. As long as I've got Casey and Lauren, that's all I need. There we go. So, uh, yeah, so maybe we could do one before Christmas, that'd be nice. Uh, but yes, next week we are on episode 127. It's chapter 30 of book five, Grop. <laughs> We've been looking forward to this one. Uh, you have been a Grandpa Joe Tom Lawrenson. And you have been a Dracula Lucas Kirkby. Goodbye. And then we stop recording. Thank you for listening to the Pottervision podcast. The music was performed by Jack Evans. If you'd like bonus content and to support the show, you can visit patreon.com forward slash Pottervision.